podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Guys, uh, welcome. It's the Full Time Devils podcast in slightly different location today, just because someone's using the studio. Uh, my name's Gaz. This is Andy. This is Angela. Uh, and we're really excited. <laughs> to get stuck. Ange- try that again. Yeah, no. Angelina. Angelina. I'm just winding her up. Um, yeah, another week of obviously mental Manchester United news. Loads going on. We've had some all right results. I suppose, dodgy one against Bruges, maybe, a dodgy performance. Um, should we start with that Bruges game, actually, the away one? What did we make of it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those, isn't it? It's, uh, I was expecting a lot more, especially after the Chelsea game. Um, we're going to have to see what happens this week, I guess. But um, I, I don't know. It's just, again, like you don't really want to get your hopes up too much because like it just wasn't the performance that we needed. No, I know. I, I, one, one positive in it, Andy, is that we did play a weaker team. So, and the, the results around it were all quite positive. Obviously, the Chelsea one and the Watford one as well. You could say that it was just a case of we didn't play a strong enough team in it. Look, he played a strong team against Chelsea and he yeah. rotated against Bruges. We got an away goal yeah. and we should be favourites and we should do the job in the return leg at Old Trafford. So, I don't know what all the huff and puff was about it. I've seen performances like that in the years with Ferguson you know what I mean? In, in the Champions League, like Fergie were playing one up front, we got a draw. I remember, was it? We lost to Olympiacos. Uh, all right, in David Moyes era, but we re- return leg was quite comfortable yeah. through with Van Persie. Mm-hmm. So, Van Persie, yeah. got an away goal. We did better than some other European teams, you know what I mean? English teams, <laughs> not mentioning names, but in the last week or so. so we uh, dressed better as well than uh, a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, we, yeah, we dressed better as well, yeah, double denim. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, oh, Old Trafford. 70,000, good atmosphere. Just see, I, I think we'll be all right going through. Well, that's it. It'll, it'll, it'll look good on Ollie, won't it, if we actually do come through the second leg. But if something does go wrong, then people will be saying, why didn't we start a stronger team? Yeah, true. I guess that's just the worrying thing, is that because of the lack of consistency this season, you can't help. You don't you don't want to kind of get your hopes up and think, you know what, we will... Do. I mean, I would love it, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that we will, but there's always that underlying feeling of anxiety that maybe it's not just playing Bruno not coming Bruno didn't come on till the 81st mm. minute that was scratching my head with yeah you know what I mean oh, that we had three chances in the last nine minutes but he's he, I think he's made for the Europa League this season yeah he's an impact player um, he's a player we can all inspire to like, learn off so where uh, I just don't get why he played uh, mm. didn't play I really like Bruno Fernandes at the moment, though. He, he, yeah. I, uh, at first, I, I was a bit worried that he was going to be like that Pogba replacement, and that's what he's in for. Mm. And now I'm not even worried about it. Now I'm thinking, yeah, Pogba goes in the summer. I'm not even worried if Pogba stays or goes. Yeah. I know well, we're... I are. You've got to be, haven't you? Because no, he's so good. He's so good? Yeah. On paper, yes. But at the moment, no. It's because he's injured. I know he's injured, but at the he moment... He can't play when he's injured, can he? Oh, I don't... Look, I... Is he injured? What's yeah. on the pitch? What's on the pitch? Is he as injured as he says he is? Yes, exactly. Mm. Come on, he's Everything's injured. going all... Cr- he's a World Cup winner. He's not going to pretend he's injured. I won't put anything past him. Just Mate. Saying. Why? Because he's just like... You know what? I think I've, I had a Gaz, Gaz, I said this previously. Right. He stresses me on, out. Angelina, go on. He just stresses me out, and I've, I've talked about it before, but I just feel like I cannot forgive and forget the disrespect that he's put on this club and yeah he does have his moments of greatness but he's also had moments where he's not 100% delivered I think the things that he said you know we mentioned the whole Viola stuff on the I think the the last um, podcast and it's just like 
I just don't think he has respect for the club. I don't think he has time for the club. And if he don't want to play for us, then he don't want to play for us. Let him go. And like you say, we've got Fernandez. Um, you know, maybe get another signing in the summer to support him. Two more, maybe. Um, yeah. Few and more. I just, I think we just need to let it go. It's been dragged out. It's been like a, an awful breakup that's just been dragged out yeah. way too long. I think we just need to cut the cord. And for everyone to just move on with their lives and just like, I, yeah. I know, I don't, like guys, I don't dispute he's a he's a talent, but yeah. it's a media circus now. Because I mentioned this on the previous mm. podcast with you, it's a media circus. Mm-hmm. I am sick to the back teeth of it. People probably get sick to me, sick of me, but I am sick to the back teeth of this media circus going on at my club. And I just want to part ways. We sell him. We get players who want to play, who want to fight. And I will say, United have messed him about as well. That's fair enough. They've both messed each other about. Promises wasn't made. And he's, like you say, he's messed us about. We've messed him about. So send him on his way. Thank you. If you do something this season and help us achieve what we want to achieve, thank you. But goodbye, good riddance. Move on. Well, I'm personally in the camp that if Pogba wants to play for Man United, then we need to do everything we can to keep him at Man United. But if he doesn't, then... Yeah, so let him go. That's best yeah. best no, thing for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, best yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be disrespectful. Just ask him. No. Do you want yeah. to stay? Do you want to go? Yeah, he splits the fan base. Go. Everyone's in that sort of opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Just want to make it clear. I don't have coronavirus, but I do have a very bad cough, so I'm not going to infect you both. But I'll, I'll try and cough your way. Stop touching okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Let's talk about finances. Uh, that's always exciting, isn't it? United have gone down. I think it's about 11 percent. Our revenues dropped. Um, which obviously isn't good. A lot of that to do with TV money because we're not in the Champions League, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's shame. I know. That's what I mean. Like, as fans, are we asked? No. Couldn't care less. Could not care less about the money going down. But the debt has gone up, Andy. Yeah, it's gone up by £73 million. And would would say Chattingy's mumbo-jumbo bullshit yesterday. Uh, I just don't want to hear it. He's, well, he's got an answer for everything. Uh, that he's a, uh, he's a smart ass. But one day, you, there will be a situation where you haven't got a daughter to get out of, mate. I'm telling you. That's it. You know, United losing money. I don't see. I mean, I know that obviously Woodward is the Glazers' best mate, and he did sort of broker that deal for the Glazers, yep. and so that's probably going to protect him a lot. But mm-hmm. I don't understand how he can survive potentially a fourth manager and the fact that the finances are going down. Mm. I don't understand how he's still got a job. Because then does that, obviously, everyone has the personal opinions, but if they're looking at, oh, he's still doing his job, he's not technically still doing his job properly, yeah. is he? So? Mm. Oh, yeah, United advertising bathrooms now. I've seen it. Yeah. Matter, Lingard, Vic, Victory Mode or something like that. Oh, for what? God's sake. Advertising bathrooms. Oh. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've not seen I've this. I've seen it on uh, on MUTV. I've seen it in my dad's, uh, what you call it, and they're just advertising bathrooms. And I don't want, I don't want to know about advertising these players. Do it on the pitch. I don't care if you if you want to shower, shower somewhere else. I don't want to see it in front of my football club. It, it's bollocks. It is a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Mm. When they have these doing tires, noodles, yeah. beer. Well, beer's fair enough for me. What, what, what's going to be next? But this is this is the difference. Lego. We've got, Lego, we've got Lego, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. But, but this is the difference between United and sometimes I think other clubs. Like, say I feel like, I don't maybe I'm wrong with this, but maybe with another club I'd, I'd say noodle sponsorship, the furthest they'd go is maybe there'd be a picture of the player on one of the noodle packets. Mm. Whereas I feel like we, 
have to like have five of our first team players go and try a load of noodles. And yeah. Like, mm, the thing is, the every like, other club maybe has free sponsors. We're advertising tractors. We're advertising. They have a lot of sponsors nowadays. Yeah. It's getting a bit stressful. It's getting it's getting it's getting beyond the joke for sponsorship. Mm. And I know all that all that money money co- cover your debts, Mister Woodward. You know, and all that, but. We're av- I won't be surprised we're advertising bleeding big pens and blooming rubbers next season, you know what I mean? Back Man United steel. players, play it safe with the hair on Jorex, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesse Lingard, like, I play safe, you know? You played all for a year, lad. Piss off. <laughs> I think you need to get on the marketing team. There's some great ideas, I mean, you know? really are good ideas. <laughs> JLS did it about 12 yeah, years ago. Yeah, play it safe. That's all any Man United on Jorex, eh? That, that's my all, fucking idea. That's all any marketing team does, mate. Steal ideas from 10 years ago. Don't worry about it. Um, Woodward's tried to obviously spin this into a big positive. He said he's going to back Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Is it? Um, and he said that he likes the way that things are going. He's, the style of football's improved and all that. Um, so what do we make of that, Woodward, backing Solskjaer? Do you believe it? No, I don't believe him because he's, he's, a, he's, he's a backstabber. He's a two-faced backstabber. He'll do anything to save his own career and his own personal... Agenda. Yeah. That's it. I, I, like I say he, he may what he, he can't trust him. Don't trust. Look what he did to Louis Van Gaal two hours after winning the FA Cup. Mm. But but he did say that we're going to continue the transfer strategy that we have had in January and the summer under Ali Gunnar Solskjaer. I, I loved the strategy to be explained though because it was just. A, I, I think I don't he, know. he has tried to explain. I'm sorry, I'm backing up Woodward here. Sorry, um, <laughs> but he has tried to explain it. He has said like. It's more of a measured approach, mm. if you like. So in the past, maybe where we're throwing money at players like Di Maria and Falcao, who aren't quite the right fit, mm. it's more of a measured approach, and we're waiting, and we're we're not desperate for players. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like Harry Maguire, it's like we weren't desperate for him necessarily. Mm. Um, so okay. yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I sort of get it. And young young hungry players as well. I think that's the thing. Yeah. Um, I just think the whole back in Solskjaer, I just think stuff like that. If you want to talk about transfer strategy, fair enough, but I don't think that's the best route to go down because also we don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the season. You know, if things get worse, which obviously God forbid, and then he's like, oh no, I'm going to back him. It's like, that's going to irritate people. And it's like, I don't know. I just think backing managers and especially with like you say the stuff that he's done before I just think he needs to sleep that you imagine if he finishes fourth or even third wins one of the cups saves his wins one of the cups and he still sacks him no 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 no, I'm just saying no I'm just saying he does what's best for him and the club the backlash there will will be a backlash Mm. I don't want I don't want any new manager he'll come in in the summer rip it all up and start again we're back to square one no 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 Um, on that point then isn't Maurizio Pochettino not the perfect guy to come in and not rip it up and start from square one, but actually take the good bits of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's reign and continue it? It's a question we can answer. It's not like Jose coming in, is it? It's not like we're getting a Jose now. We'd be like, right, fucking Dan James on loan to bloody Leeds. You know, it's like... But he's like Solskjaer. He can, he can go so far. He can he'll get you to a Champions League final. he get you top four. Nearly challenging for the league, nearly won it with last day twenty sixteen, but just can't get over the line. Mm. Yeah, I know what you're saying there. I guess, um, yeah, I, I, I don't. People were hyping over him for so long, like we need him, we need him, we need him. I don't think he's necessarily the answer because, like you say, you want somebody on who's got on the CV you, a bit more than what he's got. You get him in in the summer, then halfway through the season. And also think of the team that he had compared to the team that we've got. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
he should have really look. He fizzed out during more, the season. He fizzed out. He lost mm. his mojo. You know what I mean? His spark. I mean, I don't dispute. He's a good manager, and he's like he's proved it. Well, is he going to be competing with? you know, the other managers in the, you know, top part of the Premier League and potentially, you know, if we get there, you know, managers that are in the, with top teams in the Champions League, is he going to be able to compete with them? He can develop players. I, I don't, I don't mm. look what he's done with Dele Alli and all mm. that and some of the other Tottenham he brought and Harry Kane to come on a treat. But it's like... Well, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you could say the same, Marcus Rashford, he's continued his progression, couldn't mm. you? And turned yeah. him into, changed him into a... When and that's, and that's why maybe they they have some similarities. So why they swap one in faults, for the though. other? Yeah. Mm. Both have the faults, though. Like I can say it's exactly. I, yeah. I think Solskjaer was has played Dan James too much, mm. and the poor lad is suffering for it mm. now. Now <coughs> he's supposed to be a bit part, bit part player. Now mm. this has changed. Now next season he's got to get more of a, a being a part a squad, not play, 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 play. Mm. And then, then this season. To say we might get away with it, we mm. might get away with it. But next season, learn from your mistakes, yeah, and set, maybe bring somebody in your back in, new into your backroom staff because yeah. there, there are flaws, yeah, in his, in his uh, management skills. I'm not going to dispute that. Mm. And picking, know when to make a substitution, know when to pick the right formation. Mm. He needs a style of play. I'm not disputing that. I kind of just think with Ollie, a lot of the problems in the games are personnel problems. I, I, I kind mm. of don't. See, maybe the substitutions at times have been a little bit baffling. Like you say, Bruno coming on so late in the last yeah. one, especially seeing the difference that he made. Mm. But no more than some of the decisions Sir Alex Ferguson used to make at times. I mean, take Sunday. The first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, we were all over the place. We could have been 1-2-0 down. I mean, Maguire and Matic went for the ball and he got it, went right through. I'm, I'm trying to find Lindelof a stat. recovered. I'm trying to find a stat here, but there's a stat that United's defence is one of the best in Europe's top five Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. At the on, minute. Only PSG have got more clean sheets with 22. United have got 17. And Liverpool's behind on 17. There we go. Andy Tate whipping out the stats. So I don't yeah, so United are good them. defensively, but from a, look, any football game, any level, you've got to be on the ball straight from kickoff not doze into it and get going, you know what I mean? But there is one topic on today's podcast, which uh, I'm sure we're all really excited to talk about, but we're not going to do it yet, but I have a feeling you know what it's going to be. Uh, so we will talk about that one shortly. But before we get into um, that, I want to talk a little bit about a man who gets a bit of criticism. From me, from United fans, from football fans in general, Luke Shaw. He has looked brilliant as part of a three at the back recently. Yeah, he... Is a massive stress to my life. I feel because, <laughs> like, we we signed him, and there was like so much hope, and yeah. so like so many people invested these dreams into him. Like we thought it was going to be amazing, and then obviously he did have that horrific injury, and I think it was kind of I can't remember how many seasons ago it was, but it was it was getting up to a point where it was kind of like sink or swim for him. And he oh, bounced sink, back. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like 2017. Um, and he, he got the injury 16, 15, 16 season. Yeah, and you know what? He actually did seem to, you know, start doggy paddling and he was doing all right. And then he won, what was that thing that he won? Was it Jose's? He won, he won player of the year yeah, last season. Yeah, that was it. He was and our it player was, of the year last season, Luke Shaw. And it was... He was bullied by Mourinho. And the, the hope kind of came back and you thought, you know what, he's recovered from this leg break. Is he maybe as quick as he was back then when we first signed him? Maybe not, but he's adapting and blah, blah, blah. 
and then it just all went to shit again. And it's he's just so up and down, up and down. I think he's one of those players that I'm always gonna um, want to see him do well. I think he does enjoy playing for United, and that's what you want from a player. I don't. I mean, I don't know him personally. He might yeah. hate it, but he doesn't come. Up, he's not you know doing a Pogba and slagging us off left, right, and centre. Do you no, know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you're right. So um, I'm, I'm not mad at him. He's you know does no harm in that way. Um, and if he wants to put on the shirt, and if he's actually. I think he's he's worked hard. He's trying his best. He'll be a dad now as well, so more responsibility. There so uh, knuckle down, work hard, mate, and he'll be fine. There you go. He needs them checks, then, doesn't he? Exactly. So, um, but no, I yeah, think he's, he's struggling he's, for cash. Yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just think if he's willing to put the shirt on, he's willing to you know adapt a little bit, which I think he has done. Then I'm not mad at him. Let him crack on. It's part of a three at the back, though. Especially, it's almost like he's found himself again, mm. isn't it? Yeah. It's a good position. And I think that's nice to see because he doesn't have the fitness, does he? Really, to play wing back no. or even left back sometimes in the mm. modern era. Mm. You know, he's not. Can about rotate. Players can rotate. I mean, I was on the game on Sunday. And United play. A United fan next to me on my row said, "Lindelof, one of the worst players in the United seat in the last couple of years." I went, "Are you on one?" After the what we've had with Chris Marlin and Luke Shaw, mm. uh, what you call it? Phil Jones. I, Phil Jones, sorry. I Phil love, Jones and Chris Marlin. I must say, I do love how everyone has suddenly decided that Chris Marlin is like the greatest oh, defender that's ever lived. It really baffles me. It's like, of course he's going to look good in the Italian league. Yeah. It's like, why do you think Ashley Young's looking good in the Italian league? Oh, good luck I mean? to him, good luck to him. Like, yeah, he wants yeah. to stay but there. I just him, find but... it, if he wants to stay there, you know what, if I was Chris Marlin, I would want to, you know what, yes. Roma, lovely city, great weather. Men. Um, being appreciated. Exactly. Let him crack on. It's like he's got out of a toxic relationship, isn't it? And he's just living yeah. his best like life. Like his hair's right grown, Yeah, exactly. He's, he's got a new haircut. Fresh. Do you know what I mean? He's bounced back. The glow up is serious. There's potential so. to me either in or a role in the Europa League mm. after, if we get through mm. against Bruges. The thing is with Chris Smalling, right, is he was he was a good defender like in terms of a defender. He was just and terrible he, on the ball. Yeah. And so whenever he got the ball, it, it was... It was mind-boggling. His arms are out. He's like, where do I go with it? Where do and I go with it? His touch was yeah. off. It didn't work in the Premier League. He, he put in a good shift for the amount of years that he was there and respect to him for that. Uh, many thanks and all that. But I just don't understand how people are like, we should have never let him go. He's amazing. Look at all these stats in Italy. It's like, calm down. Calm down. Yes. And it's also, also, can I just say the same about Lukaku? Yes. Right, so, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I watch all the Italian league constantly. No. <laughs> but what I do do is, uh, I've mentioned this on Channel 4, but Serie A put the highlights on YouTube. Mm. So quite often when I'm just at home, just bored, mm. like a playlist and just yeah. watch all the highlights. Right, Lukaku might score a few goals, but they are like classic Lukaku goals where he just has to score them. But his touch is still well off. He can still not trap a ball at all. He can still get the ball taken off him by defenders who know mm. it's going to bounce off him. He's still not that good, and I'm still glad we got rid of him. Yeah, I think the the whole issue with it, and I think um, Jay touched on it on the last podcast, was it's not that we got rid of him, it's that we didn't necessarily replace him, i.e. the number of goals. Exactly. exactly. That's why we struggled first half of the season. Mm. And we, we won't, we won't, if we'd have got that striker in in August, we um, might have been a little bit higher in the league. Mm. Mm. We should have brought that striker in. Even if it was a Galo, just someone to bring in. Yeah. As long as it didn't infringe on Mason Greenwood's. Fate throws you the hand and the Gallo's here now. And I, I don't, don't understand why I didn't come he, he come on after he, he come on with a few minutes to go. It's a bit disrespectful to the lad. He, he should have come on with... When that third one went in, just put him on. Hmm. 
You know what I mean? I, I want it, I want him to succeed. I mean, he could be a bargain in the summer. Mm. I mean, I, I want him to... I, I kind of do, do feel like he's just there to make up the numbers a little bit, and I'd rather Mason Greenwood be getting the games. Yeah, no, that's fine, but... He's better than him. I, think, I know what you mean about yeah. subbing him, because I guess if the game, you can pretty much say he's on, on lock, you've kind of done everything the goals have got in, then get him on a bit sooner and let him, you know, just be a bit creative and have a go, do you know well, what I mean? Last two games, he could have scored. He had a, a chance in last minute against Chelsea. Mm. He, he can get, he can create chances. Can, he can get on the end of things. So yeah. just give him a chance. Mm. Right. Uh, I've been dying to talk about this all day, all week even. We need to talk about Manchester City and the fact that they've been fiddling the box, cheating, and they've been kicked out of Europe because of it, s- subject to an appeal, which they might win if it's, if City, if it's anything to go by what City have done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was your instant reaction to it? Where were you? What were you doing? How did you find out? I remember the day so well. (laughs) I was sat at home flicking through channels and it came up on my phone, went to Sky Sports News. Me, my mother and grandmother cried tears of joy. And then we ordered a takeaway that night to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Andy. Were you you buzzing or were you not bothered about City? I I got a message on my phone. We're all bitter football fans. And I just went, yeah. I turned it on, put it on Netflix, and wasn't even even asked. Oh, stop being top red, Andy. Um, well, I I don't care what they are, who they are, what they spend. To me, they're still little city. End of story. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. And that's do what you want. And if if you if you break the rules, you got to be punished. Fair enough. But if you bring the entire football society down, if you're going to court, good luck, mate. Selling you. Well, it's. They did break the financial fair play rules um, mm. through the sponsorships and things like that. And yeah. when I found out the news, um, I was actually on air at mm. the time. So it was like half six, so halfway through my show. Now, if you don't know, I do a radio show with a City fan. So this was great news for me to find <laughs> out. Literally, all the producers outside stood up at like 28 minutes past six and just ran around the office. And I'm like, shit. What is going on? What is going on? One of them comes in, the journalist, reads it all out to us. And oh, it was just so sweet. Amazing. So sweet. Um, but then obviously all the City fans get in touch then and they say that how is it fair, how is it fair, this was the analogy someone gave, how is it fair if a millionaire takes over my local corner shop then puts loads of money into that corner shop, that corner shop becomes really successful, how is it fair that we then punish the owner of that shop? Then my argument to that is, yeah, but that's not what's happening. If your millionaire comes in, buys the corner shop, then he happens to have a cousin who is the head of Adidas or something mm. like that, or the head of bloody, I don't know, Apple, uh, and then they sponsor that shop mm. purely because it's sort of a relation and there's vested interest in each other, Yeah. then that's unfair because then the other corner shops on the local street are being priced out by an unfair advantage. I mean, Gary Neville said something the other week. Like it's, he, he stated a case. I can't remember what he said, but... F, it's all it's all these rules they're there to be made even Simon Jordan made a cracking one as well it, it's, a, it's a minefield it really is a minefield look if you're a City fan last the success you've had over the last few years like I say it's like United in the early 90s be proud of it buzz on it but if you've brought rules you've got to be punished but mm. have they brought rules I don't know yeah but no you've got one box cheats look the f- I'm going to say this now. The football world is corrupt. Mm. FIFA's yeah. corrupt. The Scousers are corrupt. 
Man United, you're the Man United board level mm-hmm. is corrupt. Mm-hmm. How can you mm-hmm. be 700 million in debt and mm-hmm. say that is, is normal? That is corrupt. Like, the inter- mm-hmm. Every level of football in Europe is corrupt. And I'll say that, and like I say, I don't care. Mm. No, seriously, it's corrupt. I think it's more right. just like everyone's reaction, as in like City fans right. that I've spoken to, like, You're well, right. rightly, rightly so, we should be, uh, you know, this should be sorted out, we shouldn't be punished, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's more that attitude of like, people are coming for us because we're so great. It's like, nah, you've done something wrong, you're going to be investigated, let's see what happens. It's not, it's more people's reaction, like, oh, haters are going to hate. It's like, well, no, you've kind of broke a rule. That's so. not, if this was United... Tell you what, they throw the book at us. Mm. City fans aren't exactly the bastion of morality, though, are they? They've been ignoring the fact that their owners have been fucking up the world on the other side of the world for ages, haven't they? Mm. And refuse to even acknowledge that it's a thing. I feel like if that was United, we'd at the very least acknowledge that's what our owners are doing and say mm. it's out of order. I saw a City fan recently saying, how are we getting punished when United are in all this debt? That's I'm saying, the thing. I hope we do get punished. I hope they kick the glazers out. I hope you for say, no, you're not allowed to win Man United. I'll take two years out of Europe if it gets them fuckers out. It's, it's more... I think fans' response that they're just projecting it onto other things. It's like, just shut up, take it. You're going to appeal it. If you're confident you're going to win the appeal, then fair enough, just shut up and crack on with your life. Don't project it on the... As usual, City fans projecting it and making it about United or another team. I don't agree with stripping teams of titles. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm. Put an asterisk next to it, though. Would you want a 2018 title? Would you want a 2018 title with 81 points? Mourinho said that was his greatest ever achievement. Mourinho gets another title. The Aguero moment means nothing to I City fans. Mm. That, that would be funny. That, I would enjoy that. <laughs> that would that, be funny, but no. But no, you can't strip it. The players, the players have done nothing wrong. No, this. you're right, you're right. So yeah, you're right. If you strip somebody of their, of their medals, it's not right. So mm. you can't you say, but if the, if the club's mm. done something wrong upstairs, any level of club, look at the Italian football scandal all them years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Juve was stripped to the uh, match fixing. Juve was stripped to titles, but they didn't. Did they award titles to the other team? I think in I think they did give the yeah. titles away, didn't yeah. they? Inter and Florentina yeah, got did. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then in our following mm. season, won the treble. Yeah. I just think they need to just... Uh, one thing I will say is if they are out of the Champions League for two years, I just think it will be very interesting to see what happens. Do you imagine well, if we finish fifth and we take their place and see, it goes the, to court? The thing... <laughs> Can you imagine that? Please, Andy, don't mm. tease me like that, mate. Don't do it. But it's then at the same time, the idea of us being in the Champions League does fill me with anxiety because then I'm just like... We're shit. We, yeah, we're not really ready for it, are we? But I just feel like it... I don't know, but well, I do Champions think it League, would just be very, very interesting. If we take Champions League, we, we leap so far ahead that mm. we can, like... We, we can get everything... We can get more players in in the summer. Mm. Right? It, it could it, bring that, yeah. that process a bit... It would just be interesting to see... That process, you accelerate it by yeah. year. I just think it would be interesting to see the impact that it will, well, would potentially have on club players, fans, you know, Europe, like the, the actual competition of the Champions so, League. I just think it'd be interesting to see what would happen. If you're going to investigate somebody, investigate Real Madrid, I, 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 they might they throw money and throw money. How do they finance it? Barcelona transfer ban and they're still buying <laughs> yeah. players as well. That's another one. That's another one, That's yeah. Another one, so, so I understand when City fans are saying with the Barcelona Real Madrid stuff because mm. that is a bit like, mm, what's going on there? Mm. But what do we actually think is going to happen with City now in the next couple of years? Like, let's say, let's just take it as a given that they are out of Europe for two years, even mm. though I do think it might get reduced or might not even happen at all. Mm. Um, Because Man City, right, 
Mate, when Man United are out, I saw City fans recently saying, oh, when Man United had a season out of the Champions League, they still brought in Pogba and Zlatan. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not Man United. That's the thing. People don't want to go to City because um, of the name Man City and because of the shirt Man City. They want to go there because it's guaranteed success because of how money. rich you are. The thing is, though, money. if they're out of Europe, their, their full concentration next season is to go for the league again, mm. isn't it? But that's the drive there for yourself. That's the drive. We've lost our mm. title. We've we've surrendered. We've absolutely threw it away. We were pittance this season. And fair play to Liverpool. And next season, on the next two years, if they're out of Europe, that's their target. But I think, it, like I agree with Gaz, I think it'll be a, a year. It'll get reduced to a year. Mm. What are you going to say, Angelina? I just think even still with the year, um, I think it, it'll just be interesting because as much as they'll go for, you know, an English treble again or they'll go for the title again, the Champions League is like the one thing that they've not kind of mastered. And I think to have the possibility of doing that taken away from them, because I always said the fact that they didn't get to that Champions League final last season baffles me. Mm. They should have done that. Mm. And if I was a City fan... I think fan, VAR had something to do with mm. that. So it, it, but, I, that, that, and mm, that was... That I, was as a it. City fan, would have been sat looking at Guardiola thinking like, how have we not mm. got to that? And I think that is the one thing that they have to acquire to maybe be taken a little bit more seriously in Europe. Um, and I just... I think maybe the psychological effect it will have of that one thing that you want, that that trophy cabinet is missing... It's not even like you've got a chance I'll to get it. What, they, it's been taken away yeah, completely. Yeah. You've not even got a shot year. at it. They win it this year. Mm. How embarrassing is that mm. for, for UEFA? I can't see them winning it. They're not going to win it this year. I don't think they'll win it this no, year. I'm I think just, a Spanish team's going to win it. Like Jamie Carragher mentioned this mm. week. It's a, it's a, yeah. It makes everything a sham. Mm. Absolute sham. Yeah. The competition, the team, everything a sham. Mm. If they beat, beat Liverpool or Barcelona in the final, mm. it's, like I say, it's, it's a... It's, it's a sham of a competition. Yeah. Barcelona's going to win the Champions League this year. I and think Martin Braithwaite's going to score the winner. Hundred mm. Oh my God! Put a bet on that. Imagine. You see the video of him. Is it? Is Bra- That's it, isn't it? Braithwaite. Is that? That's that's his name, isn't it? Who signed for Barca? That, yeah. That, that random English lad. Yeah. See the video of him doing. Did the he go kick? through? Actually, I thought it didn't. No, go it went through. through. There's a video. Oh, of him there's doing... a guy who wanted to go to Milan and it didn't go through, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. See? From Wigan, that. Yeah. No, but this one, it's see because you know they do that unveiling at the start. Mm. The Barcelona players. This one I never get, and you always see it happen. Like he was trying to do this like rainbow flick, and he couldn't do it. But like, why does he try and do it three times? Like, surely he knows what he's capable of doing and what just he's not. Just wave to the people. Just wave, just stand you there. You do get, you do get some English players who, who will thrive. Look at was it him, him has left Spurs and gone to Atletico. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it Trippier? Hang on, Jay's shouting something to me. What do you want, Jay? He's Danish, Mike. Is he? Oh, he's come from English football though, hasn't he? Come from Middlesbrough. <laughs> He looks English. No, but you can get you can get you can get one player can fulfil a dream and play in the European League. Was it Trippier from Spurs? Mm. He's at he's at Atletico Madrid and he's he's playing in one of the top leagues. And he's finished. He's not finished. <laughs> right. Um. Let's talk about Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's birthday. It's his birthday today. How old is he? Does anyone know? Have you know? made him a cake? No. Uh, Forty-seven. Let, let, let's talk about um, our Finnish manager Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's birthday. Is he forty-seven? 
seven. Not seriously. I was going to say, no way is that man 47. Yeah, right. He, he, he needs it. to go to the spa. He needs a bit of Botox, maybe a chemical peel. Someone <laughs> needs to help him a out. Nuclear blast. Yeah. yeah. Some, me. Maybe like, you know, someone when needs Sonal, to help him out. When because if, yeah, something because 47, that's, I feel I bad for the kid. I grew up knowing Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer as the baby-faced assassin. Not anymore. OAP assassin. OAP granddad. You know what I mean? He looks like Gollum nowadays, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, actually, he looks what like David honestly... Mice. You remember well, that, David That's Mice? the curse, the curse of being a United manager. I think... David Mice, dead energetic mm. and that. Dead See, Fergie, that. I think they were Aged putting him in end. like an oxygen tank at night or something to make sure that... Because he, he stay, stayed looking kind of a consistent kind of like granddad look, but it was consistent for just, many years. His nose got gradually redder, didn't yeah. it? That's the only so thing. So I think they were definitely keeping him in an oxygen tank at night. Um, Mourinho, that was that was sad because I remember my mum, bless her, she always had a crush on Mourinho back in the day and now he's... My grandma's exactly the same. She and fancied him at the start and by the end she was by like... By the mm. end, yeah, Jackie was like, what is going on here? No, mm. on to the next one. She was not <laughs> interested. Who does Jackie um, fancy now? Which manager? Um, she's she's actually... She's Don't not too pet. fussed at the minute. No, no, she's no, not no, too no, fussed, no. she'll take any of them. Yeah, 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 <laughs> whatever. She'll have any of them. <laughs> Jackie's not bothered, no, seriously. If she said Pep Guardiola, she'd be kicked out the house. So. If Klopp was in charge of United, would it age him? Oh, 100%. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have had his teeth done if he were at United. Age anybody, actually. Yeah, he'd not see. Yeah. Age, I remember David Myers at the, at the beginning and at the end, he was he, like, yeah, he was Jesus. A it, it was weird because I thought that if you were ginger, you're not supposed to go grey and Moyes did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what's going on? It was, he looked like Gollum by the end of it as well. Very but it's so Gollum-esque. weird with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. He's like, he's like, it's like he's missed 20 years of his life. It's like, or even 30 years. It's like he's gone from being 17 to 47 yeah. overnight. It's bizarre, but it's the United job, isn't it? The stress of it. It must actually be really stressful. Look, look what it did to Ryan Giggs in just a couple of yes. weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, gigs, gigs. Uh... I think he had other stresses going on. Did he? <laughs> I know, I know. He allegedly. I don't know what no, you're but... talking about. No, it's not alleged. Don't worry, we can <laughs> say it. Gigs, he got four games, and he, he looked at the end mm. of it. He was like, "Thank God for that." I bet you know one person that it would seriously age, and he would look pretty bad. I reckon Paul Scholes, if he had had the job, that he would look pretty bad. I, I reckon. reckon Paul Scholes is primed to get well fat at some point. Mm. I'm not saying this is an insult, Scholes, because I know you watch. Um, <laughs> But you just seem like that sort you of next player who would just be like, you know what? I've been fit as fuck all my life. Mm. I'm just going to sit back now and get stuck into Do the ground. Do you think grub. Ronaldo will ever get fat? <laughs> I might, Ronaldo couldn't get fat if he tried, I don't think. No. I think if he stopped all of his like, fitness regime. He just ate McDonald's every single day. I don't think still. he mm. yeah, yeah, KFC. Uh, I like to eat loads of pizza and pasta. Yeah, yeah. still be healthy. He'd just get like an injection to take all the fat cells out of him. Yeah, 100%. Like that, he's, he sleeps in, in an oxygen chamber, mm. I reckon. Oh, yeah. Upside down. Yeah. yeah. He's mad, isn't it? Imagine living your life like Ronaldo. I know. Tra- driving the cars like Ronaldo, yeah. Give, yeah. Give, I'll have one of his cars. Um, since I do this every week now, let's steal a feature that we've done on radio for the podcast. <laughs> we did a thing this week on the show, just thought I'd ask you two guys. Um, we combined two players from history. If you could combine two players from history, which ones would they be? Now, uh, we had Jay on the show from Full Time Devils, and he said that he'd combine Giggs and Beckham, because obviously you've got mm. the speed, pace of Giggs with that amazing left foot combined with the crossing ability, vision, and just downright style of David mm. Beckham and that one of a right foot. So I thought that was a good one. We've had some suggestions for Ronaldo and Ronaldo, which I like. Yes. C- yeah, CR7 and R9. And would it be fat or thin? 
Oh, it would have to be thin right now. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. What would he be? Mm. What would, would the outcome be? Maybe he'd just be average. Because you've got, like, you know, the athletic frame that is Cristiano Ronaldo versus old Ronaldo. Yeah. What would that be? What would the outcome be of that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I've not even thought of it. Who would your two players be, then? See, thinking not necessarily <laughs> of football, just of that, you know, if you combined Ronaldo and Messi, like what height would it be? Because Ronaldo is very tall. It would have to even itself out, wouldn't it? But As like, like with, a what, a five foot ten with, maybe. With an incredible jumping ability to make up mm, for it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that would be interesting just because the arguments that go on of who is better to just combine them both and see what happens. That'd be quite cool. I'd do it. I'd do mm. it. I think if you combine them two, it's just um it's just Gabriel Obertan, isn't it? So <laughs> Uh, you, Andy? I, I go for something funny and silly. Combine Phil Jones and Chris Smalley, and you may get oh. a decent defender. <laughs> no, you Can might you get imagine? a super defender. Imagine. You know what I mean? Both committed, but you might get, you know, you might get something mm. out. True. I'd combine Phil Jones and Carlos Tevez and make the world's ugliest footballer. That's <laughs> a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit much. That guys. Oh, boo! Fucking who? Have you seen his misses? Sure, he's all right. But <laughs> Phil Jones, yeah, she looks like Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Shots fired. She looks like Jesse Lingard. Jesse, call me. Um, right, <laughs> Tony Cruz. Let's get into it, shall we? Uh, Tony Cruz this week has said that he nearly joined oh Man United. Uh, Moyes nearly made it happen. Uh, the godlike genius that is David Moyes, and then Louis <laughs> Van Gaal came and ripped up the contract. Mm. What do we make to that? How could things have been different? I, don't, I guess it's hard to say, but I've, I don't know. I just think it would have been the the way that United were, but then I feel like it just would have ended up being another disaster. I do. I really do. What do you I, think, Andy? I don't know. Like a, another you, Di Maria. Or so. Have you heard this thing about Di Maria, about how he apparently has to turn the TV off if anything about United comes up because he hates us so much? It's like, calm down. Di Maria is He's a just rat. A snake. He, in, in fact, I'm saving him for Wally of the Week, I've decided. <laughs> He's a bitter, bitter Amazing. He, he Amazing so with, like, with a bottle of beer at Old Trafford last season like that. Was yeah. it Ashley Young that launched yeah. him into that? Yeah, that yeah, was he, That with a bottle of beer at United fans and at the end when we scored that pelter. His face was a picture. I hope he thinks he of that game. So I, hope he wake, I hope he wakes up. In Probably that's why. You know what? I hope that, that oh, he definitely. like. I hope that we kind of torture him as much as we may torture John Terry to that level yeah. because I, he's way too bitter for my liking. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he's bad. Maybe not quite John Terry bad. Like no, but still, but it's like the... if you're going to be that bitter over literally nothing. Yeah. Oh no, he needs to grow up. Yeah. What do we think of Tony Crowe? How, how could he have made a difference in that Louis van Gaal Man United team? I'm going to be honest, I agree with Angelina. I think it would have been a nightmare. I think he would have come in and just not know. turned up and everyone expected him to turn up. I don't up, know if he, he could have replaced Fellaini at the time, with Schneidling coming in as well. It, who knows? He, he's shit though, isn't he now? Like, look how bad he is I know, now, but Schneidling. Where is he now? Is it Everton? Everton. And they ate but, him. But the thing is, it, they had the potential. We're playing Everton Sunday, he's going to score now, I've said that. You shouldn't have bloody said it, oh, you Well sorry. done. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry. proud of yourself. I really am. No, Go but Schneidlin and, and Cruz for that during that season wouldn't have been half bad. Oh, I don't know. I just mate. don't think we would have been that lucky. Really? I just don't think we would have been that lucky. I think he just would have ended up being a disaster. You don't know that. that, that like, you I'm don't not, know. Schweinsteiger yeah. was a disaster, yeah, but yeah. You, you, will, you would get that one player who was, who was good. Yeah, maybe. That one... That, I, would, I wouldn't have said no to it at the time. Oh, no, I wouldn't have said no. That was supposed to get Fabregas at, at, at the time as well, and it didn't yeah. go through. Supposed to get Ronaldo, you know what I mean? Mm. 
mm. Moyes was getting this deal over the line. Then come Sunday night, oh, you're gone, mate. Mm. You're gone. And it, it was all over some, on the Sunday night. He's getting fired. And come Monday morning, oh, God, it was a nice Monday morning. That. I, do, I, I remember I, it, was, it was like Christmas. <laughs> what? I, I do remember Cesc Fabregas. I, I think that that one really should have happened. Yeah. It really should have happened. And I do think it would have made a bit of a difference for mm. Moyes, but... I don't know. Like he was one of them managers where he was never right. Like tactically, it was way yeah, off. You can People, blame him. It was just. But you can blame <laughs> High Racket at the time as well. Yeah, of course you mm. can. No, of course you can. But I feel like everyone like there's comments sometimes that I read on on YouTube and Twitter and stuff, and people cannot get it in their head why someone would want wouldn't mind Ole Gunnar Solskjaer still as a Man United manager, and I can only think that the reason is like if you can't even grasp the concept of someone thinking that. You didn't watch David Moyes' football. Yeah. You didn't watch Louis van Gaal's football. You were football. not there in those times. You didn't watch yeah. Jose Mourinho's football at times. So even. Point, I even his second, which always looks good, like, looking back on it. But at the time, we it we was were dire. Right, but for the first three months, we were all right with Mourinho. It was that <laughs> Liverpool game, wasn't it? Mm. So defensive, and that's what turned everybody. <laughs> mm. We were 4-0 FC. Yeah. 4-0, 3-0, 4-0, 4-0. Now, now, now you say this, but I remember correctly at the time being buzzing about 4-0 FC. And then I remember having people saying to me, yeah, but we're not playing that well, are we? And they were right. We weren't playing mm. that well. We weren't deserving to win three or four every week. But we seemed to for a little bit. Mm. But still... And people have a go at me for this, but I still think that when it's been good under Ollie, it's been better than anyone since Fergie. The period when he first took over, that period was the best yeah, since Fergie. Yeah, and I think like the but, PSG games. Yeah. And then yeah, also, though, stuff, yeah. also, though, I think in games where we play well and actually get, like, when, when we get the big wins, the performances mm. are there yeah. more than they were under if we, Mourinho. If we, if we get that finish we had when he first come in to the end of the season, mm. he's got another year. 100%. Oh, without a oh, doubt, and I don't, I don't and care some. what people are craving for Pochettino. You know, you know what I mean? He he will get another year. He deserves another year. If we have a finish like we did when he when he first mm. come in, I think it, if we can finish this season strong, then he 100 percent deserves it. I've always yeah, said you've doubt, got to give him the rest of this season and see what happens. I've had arguments with people on Instagram last night. Mm. I, I, you know what I mean? Respect, trust him. Like, no, no, no. Look at Arteta. Arteta at Arsenal's got a style of play now. Like, what? Oh. They're crap. I know, I know, I know. But they're crap. And they're With still... a better team than us. And they're crap. And they still got a chance at Champions League, innit? They're only seven points. Mm. After, after We've got fifth. a better chance. Seven points, guys. We've got a better chance. We're much higher than them in the table. Where are them fuckers now? Tenth. Tenth. Thirty-seven points. Seven points off Chelsea. Uh, so believe me, mate. Chelsea and also Chelsea that's crap that's as well. How, how, how many crap. points have they got? That's how crap this Premier League has been this You've season. You've got thirty-seven points and you can still challenge for that's Champions bad, League. Like this Even league is just awful. <laughs> this season Anyone has just from been nine, awful. Going up to fifth down, start to again. fourth. Go on a run, you will get Champions League football. So I think the criteria for Oli now at this point in the season, and this isn't what I'm saying I necessarily think I want to happen, but mm. it's what I think will happen. I think if he gets top six, he keeps his job. Mm. And I think that's it. I don't think he needs to win the FA Cup. Don't think and he needs to win the Europa League. And just stop making stupid substitutions at 90. Stop blaming, five the, minutes. stop blaming the ball when you're losing games and yeah. making stupid comments comparing Bruno Fernandes to Skulls after he's played So the games. minimum requirement is European football next season. But, that, like, well, yeah, but now people will be like, oh, man, United shouldn't be doing that. United earn so much money with the biggest club in the world. And I understand that, but like, I know it's dead easy for Man United fans, especially like me. I've grown up only seeing Man United mm. win. Yeah, yeah. It's easy for us to be entitled, man, but... This season's just a bit of an anomaly, in my opinion. You feel like if we can maintain, then that's good enough. Three years yeah. ago, 
30 years. We've got, so what I basically, I think we've got a foundation to build on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I get this. 30 years ago, we finished, we were fighting a relegation battle. We finished on 48 points and won the FA Cup. In, this was Fergie's do or die season. Mm. That was the lowest. I think before that, I think it was like 86, 87. We finished like mid-table as well. And that's what, out of the last 35 years... They're, they're yeah, the plus this season. Ones. That's our worst season. Mm. But that's the old the first division. This is Premier League. It's that far. Last season was even worse than this season. Mm. It just does my head in, right? That people can't sort of um, people can't sort of put things into perspective a little bit with United mm. at the minute. Like it's rubbish. We should be doing better. I, I, I agree in some respects. But also, I think everyone but, should be doing better. Yeah, I agree. But also, you get people saying like, "Oh, the club's dead." Delete the club and all that, and I know probably some people are half joking, and I'm like, "Be honest, you're literally right? talking about a football club where once upon a time the whole fucking team was killed in a plane crash. Ten years later, they won the European Cup. Like, you don't be going on with this. Oh, it's a different time. It's a different time. No, it's bollocks. We're finishing top six in the Premier League for one season. You know what I mean? Berry fans don't have a football club anymore. Just get." a fucking grip of yourself and put things into perspective a little bit. Yes, we deserve better than this, but do we? Why do we? We're football fans. We're not, we don't, we don't because, deserve success. because we love our club. Yeah, we do, but everyone loves their club. What do you think, like, Berry fans didn't love their club. They did, just as much as we love our club. But these lot have only seen United I've win. I've said this, so I've had I've only seen United I've win, I've had arguments with Berry fans. After we lost to Man City, I was mocked for my right. interview because it really hurt, man. That mm. really hurt. And it's, yeah. it's like watching a loved one die, just mm. roll over and die and just ebb away. Mm. And I got mocked for it by Berry fans. I love my club as much as you love your club. Yeah. You're at the Football League, that's on your chairman. I've got nothing against Berry fans, but Berry fans giving me shit. Mm. I'll give it them back. <laughs> yeah. I want, well, I want what's best for my football club. And that mm. night was embarrassing, hurtful. And I say, people took the piss, I took it on the chin. But, you know what I mean? It was really hurtful. Mm. And the comment, like you say, they put this little... Pl- i say it again. They put a plaster on the shark bite. How long will that plaster last? Mm. If we have, if we unravel. But hopefully, like you say, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll go forward and get some uh, decent results now. And there's a little, a little good, little good feel good factor coming back the last few games. Mm. Mm. And, if, and if, and if, and it. This is the this is the circus that is Manchester United. Game by game, you scrutinise, you praise. It's a it's your club. Deal with it. Every football club has ups and downs. I accept that. Mm. I want to win. I want to win. I hate Liverpool winning the league, but it happens. Deal with it. Mm, exactly, exactly. But um, I am moving to Zanzibar for May. I think just like having a, having a few weeks in why, Zanzibar. Why do you think I'm off to Berlin? Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if there's enough clock fans over there. I think Antarctica is very remote. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, this Scott. time of year, isn't it? Actually, yeah. Antarctica. Um, right, guys. We need to do our Wally of the week. I think Angelini has already mentioned it. And yeah, Di Maria for me. Too bitter. Needs to get a grip of his life. Needs to stop coming for United because we didn't send for him. Was it Di Maria's wife that said Manchester looks like the back of a fridge? <laughs> Was that what she said? I don't know. Because it's true, but um, right. It, it's, no, it's not, no, it, no, 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 no. The it, back of a 
free. It's not a bad thing. Like it's it's just a quite an industrial city. Yeah. yeah what does that mean? Just what does that mean? The back of a she fridge. She just means any city looks like the back of a fridge that's not sunny. I think that's what she meant. Well, she needs to just get a grip of her life as well. No. She's the other Wally of the week. Like and also, what's she doing looking at the back of fridges to even know what they look like? Who looks at the back of fridges? Probably that's just a bit Yeah. Back, an handbag probably fell down the back of it. Mm. Well, she, she should have staff for that. So yeah. that's yeah. I wonder, man, did they were living up in Phil Neville's old apartment on the Beefham Tower? Were they? Yeah, they were living up there for I a think couple of months, I remember. Him and his wife just they got need robbed. To... They got robbed, which is bad, fair well, enough. that's what happens when you say, man, she looks like the back of a fridge. Someone probably heard that and thought, you know what, not having this, not slagging my city off, taking matters into my own hands. Could you imagine that? Like, if we came on a video and just started, like, slagging off, like, some local gang or something, like... like <laughs> could you imagine that, that if we came on and then were surprised when someone put a brick through our window? Nah, that's just that just epitomizes the De Maria family. Just disrespectful, salty. You imagine a Liverpool rude. player saying say something about the city of Liverpool. But you fed up, it'd be out by twelve o'clock the next day. <laughs> so yeah, in fact I've changed it. The De Maria family are my wallies of the week because they all need to get a grip and they need to just stop being so salty because we didn't really do anything that bad to him. And yeah, I don't really have time for them. Are we in agreeance? Yeah, I'll go for my Wally of the week. The De Marias as our Wally yeah, of the, the week. Yeah, the De Marias. Sounds like a reality show. <laughs> That's absolutely what I was The De Marias in Paris. At home with the De Marias. <laughs> oh, I've just been corrected, <laughs> sorry. Oh, shit. Personal <laughs> apology to Mrs. De Maria. <laughs> um, all right, so, uh, yeah, I've been corrected. It wasn't De Maria's wife that said it. It was actually David De Gea's wife who well, said it. Well, um, she is... The um, new Wally of the week. <laughs> we'll leave the uh, no, I, I, Manchester I, I, or Madrid. I don't know no, actually. I can see the. I can see no, the to be fair, there. I have lived in Madrid and I have lived in Manchester. I can kind of get where she's coming from. That it's maybe not as pretty, but I think. No, back I totally Madrid, agree. As soon as it's changed, as soon as we found out. Yeah, we're allowing. We'll allow her. Unravel it. Unravel as, so, as soon as we'll we found it. out, it's the Hayes' wife. Look, it's cool. It's fine. No, you can say what fair, you want, though, mate. Like, she is like a really successful singer. She probably travels the world to some pretty amazing places. She probably she's been and seen the world, isn't so. it? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't mind it anymore. I agree with it. Manchester does look up the back of her fridge. I fucking hate Oasis, though, Roses. What a load of shit. Hate this city. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that cricket bat? Right, um... <laughs> Also, uh, link in the description below, by the way. We're raising money for something that... Um, well, oh, sorry, we're raising... What are we doing, Jay? Raising money for preventing breast cancer. Raising money for preventing breast cancer. Obviously, um, it's an awful disease that everyone's, I feel like, been affected in some way. Everyone knows mm. someone who's had it. So uh, if you want to click that link in the description below, we are uh, raising money for preventative measures for breast cancer. So get involved in that. Um, right, guys, that has been the Full Time Devils podcast. Um, you're going to Berlin tomorrow? Saturday. Saturday. Nice. Yes. How exciting. So, yes. Have you got so, somewhere to watch United? Um, no, I'll probably just... Um, well, I don't even know where I'm living at the moment, to be oh, fair. Really? So wherever I find out, I find somewhere Have to live. Have Berlin still in Europa League? I don't know. Oh, I don't like, I've oh, got a place to crash if they are. Uh, no, but J- Jay's already eyeing up the uh, full-time Devils uh, Berlin rep- uh, correspondent, so... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. That'll save us a load of money. Um, (laughs) Right. We'll be back next time on the podcast. Andy, any last words? Uh, Enjoy the ride till the end of the season. That's it. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.